Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another podcast where we're not too sure about the name, but we do know this podcast is all about the drivers. Eric Wesley here with you, along with Frank Carroll and Mike Kwiatkowski, as usual. Gentlemen, how are you on this Friday? This is a phenomenal Friday. We've got Daniel on. What more can we ask for? <laughs> I can't. This is my first time having a conversation with Daniel, so I'm looking forward to this a lot, Eric. But I'm doing great. It's uh, the you know this is going to be the biggest weekend in the company for the company this year, right before July 4th. So um, we're staffed up. We got over a thousand, almost a thousand fifty drivers on the roster. Um, so we're ready to make this a great summer because we know it's getting hot outside, especially here in Texas. It is definitely getting getting hot. And ladies and gentlemen, they mentioned Daniel. We will tell you who that is in just a moment. But drivers, those uniforms have put on enough miles, so it's time to pull over. It's time to make a call to Design Collective by Centos to order some new apparel before you head to your next destination. All you have to do is call 800-211-0314 or visit shop.mycentos.com dot com for all your apparel needs well ladies and gentlemen we do have a special guest with us today he is from flicks north america and he has got quite a bit of responsibility underneath him because he handles all of north america and all of south america and what he does daniel hirsch daniel welcome to the podcast hi everyone great to be here we are glad to have you, Daniel, and I know Mike and Frank are anxious to um, get some Q&A going on about uh, traffic control and some other things that you do, but uh, if you'll just give us a little bit of background about how long you've been at Flix and maybe some of the roles you've played. Excellent. My pleasure. Well, it's great to meet you all, and uh, thanks to all of our great drivers in the field that are uh, delivering the great service for uh, Greyhound and the face of the company out there. Uh, my name is Daniel Hirsch. I'm based out of sunny Los Angeles, and uh, I've been with uh, Flixbus since 2018, before uh, we even had wheels on the ground in the United States. Uh, we were just 20 buses at the time. And uh, you know, my role is primarily traffic control, uh, so making sure that uh, the buses are where they need to be, uh, dealing with any irregularities that might be happening. And of course, I'm managing a team that's doing this. Uh, also, emergency management uh, as it pertains to uh, any incidents, accidents, and those types of things, making sure we maintain face, uh, uh, both the reputation and the brand image for the company, as well as taking care of any customers impacted by those incidents. And finally, um, uh, accessibility, um, uh, compliance as it pertains to Americans with Disabilities Act, uh, wheelchairs and service animals primarily. Um, so uh, my territory is all of North and South America, currently uh, United States, uh, Canada, Mexico, and um, Brazil, and we are about to launch in October this year, Chile, and I'll be involved with that. So my team of dispatchers based in uh, LA and Monterey, uh, Mexico, will be overseeing, it's about a team of 25 overseeing that, and uh, yes, uh, it's so much excitement in seeing the company grow from just the 20 buses on the flip side to uh, well over a thousand, uh, probably 1,300, 1,400 uh, coaches uh, across the Americas. It's super exciting, and it's great to be here sharing this experience with you. And Daniel, I have to ask because you are in LA. Uh, one, how's the weather out there right now? 
Ah, uh, 74 and sunny. It's beautiful oh, out here. Oh, oh. <laughs> ouch. We are about 100 today as normal for Texas. So. <laughs> uh, we like to say in L.A. we pay the sunshine tax. Our cost of living is substantially different, and that tax is good weather <laughs> year-round. <so. laughs> I, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. And then being that you cover North and South America, do you get to travel to any of these places that you cover? Yes, uh, quite a few trips to Mexico. I've been to Brazil, Sao Paulo once, and I'll be visiting Santiago, Chile uh, in October for their launch uh, with uh, 20 buses growing to 120 by the end of the year and 240 by the end of 24. Uh, So a big, uh, huge, huge scale. Uh, So super excited. Yes, lots of international travel. And of course, our mothership for Flixbus is in uh, Germany. Munich and Berlin, and so I do get to go there periodically as well. Lots of time. Sounds, sounds good, Mike and Frank. I think we may be in the in the wrong line of business here. That's right. <laughs> the uh, wrong well, side of it. <laughs> I need to be better friends with Daniel. Right. <laughs> you know, well, Frank and Mike will let you guys uh, take over from here. Well, you know, we're super excited to have Daniel on the call. I mean, I've I've met I've interacted with Daniel on a, at least two occasions when he's come to Dallas and, and and shared his knowledge with us. And 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 so we really were glad to be able to for him to have time to jump on and share his knowledge with our drivers, our most important resource in the company. Uh, no drivers without drivers, we don't have a we don't have business. And so they're super important to what we do every day. And we try to pour into them every opportunity that we get. So Daniel, thank you for uh, for being on. And so we just want to start with really Flix traffic control. What what is Flix traffic control, and and how does it serve our customers and our drivers? Great question. So traffic control was born out of a need to be uh, a liaison between the customer and. Uh, in our case, the partner or the drivers and our, uh, you know, their dispatchers. And what it is, is uh, we allow for uh, s- uh, some customer facing interaction where a lot of our competitors don't have this. In fact, Greyhound prior to the platform switch with uh, Flix didn't have a lot of this functionality. So uh, by uh, keeping an eye on the ride, similar to air traffic control for flights, uh, we watch, monitor the buses, and and we're just making sure that the rides are operating as close to on schedule as possible. And if there's deviations, um, as I said, accidents, uh, disruptive passengers, whatever the case may be, uh, we can intervene and make sure customers both on the bus and waiting at future stations are informed. Um, An informed customer, even if the ride is not going to plan, is a more delighted customer than one who's waiting in the field, waiting to know, is this bus actually coming? What's going on with my trip? And so uh, that is the necessity. Also to make sure uh, we have great collaboration with our customer service teams and even public relations. So when things proverbial hit the fan, all the information's in our systems accessible to the relevant stakeholders, and we can uh, maintain a more well-informed team and uh, assist customers more quickly uh, with rebookings or uh, refunds or whatever the case may be, again, to deliver a a much more enjoyable uh, travel experience. This is something we've never done before at Greyhound. We've never had a group like Daniel's group kind of doing the traffic control, keeping track on things and keeping customers informed. I mean, I think from a driver will tell you if if there's a road failure, an announcement, a delay, they all know that keeping the customer informed is really the best way to keep them cool, calm and collected. So they're in the know. So this is kind of a really cool, almost a game changer as a result of the whole uh, integration effort we've been going through the last couple of months. 
That's well said. I mean, and you know, with the driver app plays a key point to a part of that. Isn't that right, Daniel? Absolutely. The driver app is basically your connection to all of the Flick systems that spill into everything customer service, traffic control, and even the shops and agencies rely on. Uh, by logging into that app, the second you get to your bus, not at the first station, not when you're checking in your first customer, but really when you leave the garage, the yard, wherever it is that bus is starting up, uh, it starts sending information immediately to Flick systems and calculating delays, and it's going to inform those customers automatically. It's all automated. As long as that delay is uh, 15 minutes or more, customers are going to get a friendly text saying, hey, your ride's behind schedule. Here's a link to track your ride in real time. If you're not signed in, we're in the dark. And then we have to start calling phone numbers and bugging people at all hours of the day to find out where you are. Uh, so signing in, getting that, um, using it for navigation uh, helps us uh, keep the passengers informed. Keep in mind it's flowing this information to customer service, to our traffic control dispatchers globally, and also uh, to shops and stations. They have these uh, this departure and arrival screens. Those are updated with real-time information that's coming from that simple Android app that you're carrying around. And it's also important, it can be very easy to accidentally swipe up and close that app. That just puts us right back in the dark. So please be careful. Keep that app open. Operating doesn't have to be on and wasting your battery, but just running in the background is all we need to ensure um, on-time uh, performance is uh, communicated to the customers waiting and on the bus. And, and those are all great points. And, and our drivers, I'm sure they know how important it is to complete their DVIR and to update their e-logs. Well, what we've done as a benefit to the drivers is we created, put links within the driver app. So once you open your driver app and you access your schedule information, there is uh, there are two links down there to access your DVIR, which will take you to the login page, and to your e-logging will also take you to the login page and complete all your functionality. One-stop shop for login functions while the driver app remains open at all times. Great point, Daniel. We appreciate mm. that. Yeah. Hey, do you mind if I unpack? Because Daniel just unloaded, he just dropped a big, a load of information on me that I wasn't aware of. Can I unpack that just a little bit? Because I'm, number one, what I heard is 15 minutes before I'm supposed to be at the station, I need to be logged into the app. Is that right? That's correct. Driver? We, we call okay. this provision rate. Uh, if the driver is, so first of all, traffic control is scanning every single ride chronologically, both Flix and Greyhound throughout the day. And if they get to your ride and it's 15 minutes before departure time and we don't have a driver signed in or any passengers checked in and you're not showing up on uh, our GPS system, then we go, uh-oh, something's wrong. And we're going to start waking up some people to try to find out where your bus is. Now, you could be on the bus on the road, but you forgot to launch the app. So everything's all well and good, but we're disturbing people unnecessarily. So all yes, right, so very important. You log in right away. So if, if I'm 50, if my garage is 15 minutes away from my station, I need to log into the app at the garage, Correct. right? Just so you guys know that Mike K is on the scene and he's going to take, take the ride out, right? Cause that that's pretty important or else I'm not gonna say, oh, hell breaks loose, but then you're calling everybody saying where the hell's Mike K at, right? Exactly. Right. So that's okay. So that's good for me to know, number one. And I think Frank, you're saying it's all in there, right? When you built it, you got your app, you got your DVIR, and you got your e-log. It's all in the same spot. So what Mike K needs to do is go to the app first. Boom, I'm logged in. And then I can do my DVIR and, and go on duty from my app right there at the same place. So it's it's kind of like a one-stop shop for everybody. 
Yes. And a step further is once you've logged in and you've picked your ride and trip and you're ready to get going, uh, you'll be able to flow right into navigation. And what's going to be great is the all the coordinates that have been put on passenger tickets of where to wait are going to be preset in your app. And it's going to take you door to door uh, or location to location on a route that's accessible for your bus. So it's not going to send you on any roads that a bus is not permitted on or low bridges, low overpass. It's picked a route for you that's been set by network planning, which mm -hmm. means it's on the timetable and it's going to get you there safely. If I don't log in 15 minutes before I'm supposed to be at the terminal, it's going to tell the customers pretty much automatically that I'm late? Or is there a human in the loop that's going to make that call before we start telling customers the schedule's running late? In the absence of any information from the driver app, uh, it's a human decision to determine if that ride is indeed running late. So what our traffic control team, as I mentioned, we're scanning every ride chronologically by departure time. If we get up to your ride and we have not seen you logged in or we have not seen uh, um, any progress on check-ins or anything, then we ping a, a dedicated team in OSC uh, called the On-Time Performance Champs. And what they're doing is they're going to reach out to you or probably your manager and say, what's going on with this bus? And sometimes we learn we're waiting for you to arrive from a previous trip, you're getting fresh or whatever the situation is, then we would manually apply a delay. They say, hey, we can't start this ride for 30 more minutes. No worries. Okay. We add the delay and that automation will inform the customers uh, that their ride has been delayed. Got it. Oh, That's what happened to me. That's what happened to me a couple of weeks ago up in Amarillo. I got, uh, I got a, I was, I was undercover. I was taking an undercover bus trip, and sure <laughs> enough, I got to the station about 20 minutes. You know, I was supposed to leave at eight. No driver, no bus. About 8:30, I did get a text. Well, first of all, the agent came out and said they're running late, but I did get a text from you guys telling me the bus was running late. So there you go. I'm here to exactly say exactly how work. it's supposed to behave. Now, of course, we'd like to never send those text messages about delays out, but they do happen. And so, uh, again, uh, I bet you felt a lot better as an informed customer that, yes, my bus is coming. It's just stuck in traffic and uh, and I don't have to sweat it or call customer service and you know blow up the phone lines there. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah. I, even though, I, you know, I could have called the OSC and found out, but <laughs> I just kind of just chilled out and let, let it let it work. And it did work. I was actually I was pleasantly surprised that it worked. So, Daniel, talk to us a little bit about the importance of the driver scanning each passenger and closing the station. Ah, perfect. So, uh, when you scan your customers, it does a couple of things. It's going to change that customer in our systems from unchecked status to checked. This means that customer is uh, no longer eligible to rebook themselves. Can If they called customer service and said, hey, I never took the trip, gosh, there's a timestamp and, and a scan was taking place. Uh, that uh, would would prohibit them from uh, reclaiming the money for that that used ticket. Uh, similarly, if you close your station, which you should do prior to driving away, uh, it does disable all of those tickets for the customers that did not make the trip, which frees up seats along the line for us to make more money. So this person who really wants to get on that trip at the next station now has the last minute ticket opportunity for that uh, absent customer at the first station. So it's super important to uh, have an accurate manifest. Uh, heaven forbid there's an accident. Heaven forbid there's an accident where you are not able to speak to us, right? And we just have customers on board calling customer service. We can instantly go onto the ride and based on your scans, know how many souls we have on board, how many folks in wheelchairs, how many children, uh, at least a good picture 
uh, where everyone was seated or should have been seated. It's a really great for first responders that we can get a manifest out immediately. And our systems allow us to generate that. I know that was a cumbersome process in the past for Greyhound uh, with Boss and, and other systems and trips. <laughs> cumbersome. Uh, that was not even... now, <laughs> now it's one click and we can have a manifest out to first responders pretty quickly. And so um, also keep in mind if there was an incident with the bus, insurance looks at a manifest and they're going to say who was checked in, who wasn't. If you were absent from that trip because the driver forgot to scan your ticket, and then um, they may be excluded from insurance settlements. And also keep in mind uh, a, an absent customer um, not properly checked in. You Now that ticket's on sale, you could end up with an overbooked bus. So there's lots of reasons right. a, an accurate manifest is uh, crucial. Right. So I guess that's one of the benefits to the driver, right? If you you don't want no one, no driver really wants an overbooked bus because they're going to have unhappy passengers and having Absolutely. to deal with that. Are there any other, you know, big benefits to the driver as a result of what you guys do and how you guys work in informing the customers? You know, uh, again, just pivoting on this new technology that's available to customers that are waiting in the field, uh, we can do our best to uh, mitigate, you know, serious delays and even cancellations uh, just by the information that's coming to us through the app. So uh, I can't emphasize enough, signing in, beginning of the trip, keeping an accurate manifest. Now, the the ways you can contact us, the red button, I actually, I believe it's blue in the, in the Flixbus app, fleet goes straight to emergency management. If your call isn't answered in a timely manner, it rolls over to my traffic control team 24-7, 365. I got a team of 25 dispatchers that are at your service. Now, uh, if you press the MRD button, again, same setup, it's going to go to the maintenance desk. And if they're not available, it rolls over to my team. We can at least get you started uh, get some basic information, learn about what's going on, get the communication going out to customers, update the screens in the terminals for passengers that are waiting, all that stuff's happening, and then get you over to the MRD as soon as they're freed up to work on the roadside assistance or replacement bus. First call is still Fleet and OSC, right? They're the they're the primary contact for all the Greyhound drivers, but you guys are the backup, right? So if it doesn't, if they if it doesn't work out well, they're busy, you guys are gonna then take the call, but then you can you're going to get them back with fleet and you're going to make sure that everybody stays informed. Exactly. That's right? where we come in. Okay. So you guys are just a extension of the OSC. Even, I'll actually chime in with great advancements. You don't even have to really speak to us. There's a voice recording function in the driver's app. If you just have a quick, like, Hey, uh, I just want to let you know I'm running 15 minutes behind due to, you know, whatever reason, just do a quick recording. It's translated into text and sent over to us as a, a case. And uh, the traffic control team will handle it. And if they need to get back to you, they have your contact information. But otherwise, we'll just process your request and you just continue on your, your trip, delivering great service to the customers. Yeah, one other thing that's really neat about that is the response back to the driver, it comes back to him in the language that they choose. Mm -hmm. So if they choose Portuguese, it can come come back to them in their language, which is really neat. The driver, all they have to do is hit the phone icon, which is in the login screen, or they can select the phone icon at the upper portion of the driver app at any stage of, of their use, and they'll be able to connect with MRD or fleet. And again, as Daniel said, uh, uh, traffic control backs up all of those co direct contacts. Now, one other question I wanted to ask about uh, contacting uh, traffic control is, We've been given a number uh, to con that drivers can con tra contact traffic control directly. Uh, mm -hmm. Are those calls handled any differently than a call that would go to MRD or fleet? Yes and no. If you call us without going through the driver's app, uh, we don't get any information 
other than a phone number that's dialed us. If you call through the driver app, everything about your ride comes through with your case. So we get a case that pops up on our screen that has your line, your trip, your name, your phone number, your GPS location, uh, the name of the uh, the line, a link to the line th that you're operating in our system. We click and we're into it. Just we're looking at exactly versus having to ask those preliminary questions. Okay, who are you? Where are you calling from? Uh, what is the line and trip you're operating today? Uh, a schedule, if you will. So uh, by calling through the app, it's always preferred because we just get like everything front and center uh, from the second we're connected to you. If you call the external number, you're going to get uh, put into the same queue. But then again, we have a lot of Q&A we have to ask before we can start to help you with your case. So um, there are benefits to using the app to get a hold of us. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to put a pause in the conversation with Daniel about traffic control, but be sure to tune in for part two as we continue the conversation on the podcast that is all about the drivers.